Okay, and welcome back to your course correction with me, your host, Michelle, here on Between Us Girls. Um, I hope you enjoyed the first part of that episode with the new Miss Lovely Black. I always like talking to her because I feel like um, she's somebody who has a good grasp on the understanding of, you know, metaphysics and things like that. So I like to talk to her because, I mean, you can talk to people who have kind of the same interests as you do for a long time. So we usually go a long time when we talk, so I don't have to make this two episodes. So I hope you liked the first part. Second part coming up, uh, we're going to kind of finish up talking about some relationship topics. And also, I'm going to ask her a question about something that I saw online that triggered me. And you will hear how she got me together real quick. So if you're interested in that, keep on listening. And I was going to ask you, whenever I first got out of the car in the garage, I was like, you know, you should ask her about artist management because we didn't talk about that before. Yeah, I do artist management um, from, for up-and-coming artists, and um, I have different avenues to help get your name out, and I work with several different people to make it happen. But again, um, either their money isn't right or either they are not focused because I still need you to do your part so I can do my part. And then that's what you stumble into, you know, uh, people that aren't ready to do their part. And th- their part is minor compared to what it is that I'm doing on my end. So you you end up getting people that aren't as serious or you get peaky in the brains that have a million ideas and never go through with any of them um, because they want they're looking for the easiest route out. And um, it's a whole task. So um, if artists come to me and want to work with me, I definitely work with them um, if I believe in your music. If yeah. they're not together, if they aren't ready, then, you know, I can't waste any time because I'm over my career. I just brought in someone to help me, you know, with what I'm doing as far as my photo shoots and interviews and so on and so forth when I have to go on set. So I'm thankful for um, that person that joined the team. Um, But, you know, everything is me. The decision making, the clothes I wear, the shoes I wear, the hair, you know, uh, makeup, you know, you got to go to the MUA or they got to come to you. Uh, Most of the funding for everything comes out of my pocket, you know? So when I, when I mean most, I mean most. I mean 90%, you know, comes out of my pocket. And so, you know, um, being a mother of two kids, two small kids and one 18-year-old and um, having to pay the bills at home and still invest into your career and believe in your dreams is a lot. Um, and sometimes you just wish that you can have that perfect mate that, is there that actually believes in you and, and, and is able to help with what you're doing, but that doesn't necessarily happen like that. And then you're doing it all on your own. And I have zero complaints about doing this on my own, but you know, it would be great to have some type of help. <laughs> no, I, that's the same wave I'm on. It's like, I see the benefit of the mates, but then I see the benefit of being by myself because that means I move like I move. I don't move like we move, but I also move like I move, which means I'm lumbering this whole train sometimes one person, but we're doing a good job. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. we're, we're successful at it because we keep doing it every day. Like I had a long conversation with some people at work today about that because I was feeling really overwhelmed. You know, like we found out some things about my daughter a few months ago and I've been having to accept that. So like I'm in this space right now where I'm like, you got to say this is it because it's it. Like there's no going back and moving forward. It's always going to be so. 
Right. So I was just, you know, feeling overwhelmed. And I had some other moms who were like, man, I've been there. And I was like, you know what? We really do a good fucking job. (laughs) We do. Really do. We really do. And we got to give ourselves more fucking credit. And the thing is, is that we got to support each other too, because just like I was feeling today, you have felt like that at some point because you are a single mom. I mean, that weight is heavy because it's like a big job and we just got to support each other more. So like, that's one thing that I'm thinking about. I'm like, how can I incorporate that into my platform? Because that's near and dear to me, you know, because it's me. And whenever I'm sharing what I feel about it, I'm talking to me and I'm talking to everybody else because we are really doing a good fucking job. Like who the fuck went to work this morning, then came all the way home, took some kids to the practice, got home, fed everybody, gave everybody a bath and then still fucking did a podcast interview. You know what I'm saying? Like I got to give myself some kind of fucking credit. Yes. Pat on the back. You're awesome. You know, we are super women and you know, some, the simple thing that men want to complain about, it's like, you know, so, so, and this is crazy because we were just having this conversation tonight. And I have been in a relationship where a person did not accept who I was, you know, um, and, and it put me in a very dark stage for like five years. Um, you know, I, I didn't know that I was there. I didn't know that <clears throat> I had went to this phase where I really didn't care and I didn't want to get up and get cute because he didn't want me to be cute for no one else. And the thing is, is that the problem wasn't me. It was him. He had insecurities and I didn't know anything about it. I didn't understand that what he was doing was, 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 um, control, you know, by, by manipulation. I didn't understand he was a narcissist. And so I say all the time, you have to believe in what I'm doing right now. And you have to be okay with men, you know, approaching me or men wanting to speak to me because guess what? When it comes down to a man in my career right now, my career is going to come first. There's Mm -hmm. no way that I can put a man in over my career because I don't have too many more times that I'm going to jump out and come back in. You know, I got to make the best of it while I'm in it and do what I got to do. And that's just how that works. It's just no way that I'm going to continue to (laughs) jump in and jump out. So having somebody is important, but the it's, it's it's good but the most important part is that they believe in your dream and they believe in you they're not insecure they're not narcissists they're not adding more to your plate they're taking things off of your plate they're being supportive every step of the way and um at that point i would consider like a real relationship for me real relationship is us living in the same house yeah um, like trying to make it a thing thing yeah other than that if i can't roll over and touch it that's probably not mine i saw last night in one of those groups you remember i told you i was in those black girl spiritual groups right just bless them okay because they are trying and that's all i will say about it but i saw somebody say last night um uh you were with a narcissist because of yourself and your low self-worth and i was like wait a minute though while yes bad boundaries sometimes can get you into a precarious position those people are master manipulators so it's like you don't even realize you ended up there and you're like a year in it and you're like why am i so broken down (laughs) like how did i how did this fucking happen you it's like a glamour the whole time 
they keep you confused. And then one day you're like, this shit is fucking wrong. So like, what would you say to somebody if like, like if you saw that post, what would your response be to this woman who said basically she put all the blame on us? I don't think that's what she's saying. I think that she's saying what I think that she's trying to say is that if you're in tune with your, your higher self, you would see it coming. And, and when, when it comes, you will be able to acknowledge it and shoot it down. Um, and I just did a, a video on YouTube and I was speaking on domestic violence awareness. Um, mm-hmm. I am a victim of domestic violence, which um, has completely changed my life for the rest of my life. But I am not a victim. You know, I'm a survivor. I'm, I'm a true a true statement of I'm here because I'm supposed to be here. Right. Mm-hmm. And so um, the, the relationship that I was in um, with him, he wasn't a narcissist. We never argued. We never fought. We never fussed for real. We had our routine. The thing is, is that I wasn't paying attention to the narcissist, narcissistic ways, narcissistic ways. Okay. I'm country. Mm-hmm. Calm down. <laughs> I wasn't paying attention to those things. And, and when I finally started paying attention, like, why does he always set the mileage when I drive his car to work, to make sure I go to work and to daycare to pick up my son and back home? And, and I said that to myself, and but I never, you know, oh, I don't want to bring it up to him. You know, that's too stupid, you know, whatever the case may be. But I seen that. And then I was like, he may just be, you know, trying to see how many miles he get on a gallon or something. You know, we make excuses in our head on why they are the way that they are. This is somebody I know for years. Um, there was also this other gentleman, which was who was older than us. And he was like so in love with me. But... He wasn't what I wanted, you know? I mean, I was with who I wanted to be with. And that angered him deeply that I would not give him the time of day. He knew where I lived at. I would walk out of my house in the morning. There would be rose petals at my door leading down the stairs to my car. There would be, you know, uh, just a bag with toys and stuff for my kid in there. And I'm just like, what the world? Like, what's going on? Like, I'll get to my car and then he'll call me and be like, you look good today. You know, this is the older gentleman. And I'm like, nobody's outside. Where the hell are you? You know? And so um, I realized, like, you know, he had disappeared for, like, a couple weeks. So I was like, ooh, he's finally gone. He sees that I don't want to have a conversation with him. But no. I actually took a vacation to New York. And I was in New York for four days and three nights. And when I came back home, um, I, I, you know, met with, you know, Bay. And everything was cool. And I was working for the bank at the time in the corporate office. So every other Sunday, I had to go in for four hours from four to eight. And when I went in, you know, to prep for my work week or whatever um, uh, coming up. So when I went in, um, everything was cool. And I went to my cousin's house to give her her souvenirs in which, you know, I had got for her in New York. And my boyfriend at the time called me and he was drunk. Oh, God, he was so drunk. And he was like, don't meet me there, beat me there, get home. And I, and I was wondering, like, uh, what's going on? I'm super lost. So I go in the house and he goes, who is this? And he put the older guy's car down. And I said, I know him, but I don't deal with him. And he goes, you're lying. And 
boom, he hit me in the face. Looks like he slapped me in the face, right? So, but I felt something harder than his hand. And so I'm like, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? You know, going back and forth with him. And he would never tell me. So eventually, you know, he said, well, he told me that, you know, you guys are talking and you told him I was your cousin, which I absolutely didn't. But I called the guy on the phone immediately and he said, oh, no, I never said that. I wouldn't tell him that. And so my boyfriend snatched the phone and he said, you didn't tell me that? Oh, yeah, man, that's what I said. And you know how women are. Da, da, da. And from that moment, we were standing in the hallway. He pistoled me from the, from, from the hallway to my room, to the closet, to the bathroom in my room, to the main bathroom. Everything was a mess. Everything was knocked down. Um, all of the pictures was off the walls in the living room. The couches was flipped over. It was 45 minutes of what the hell. And, and I was so in shock that I really didn't feel the pain at that point. And so when I realized that he wasn't going to stop hitting me, something said just bolt. And I ran to the door and he was right on me. He was on, he was on my tail. And so as I grabbed the door, he pushed the door back closed. He said, he said, no, no, turn back around <laughs> and chill out. And he was like, man, I loved you with everything in me. Mm-hmm. He said, no, I can't look at your face when I do this to you. And he turned me back around to the door. He took the safety off of the gun. I felt the gun touch the back of my head. Oh. At that time, somebody walked in the building and slammed the door and he kind of jumped. So that means that he blacked out for 45 minutes or so as he pistol with me. And when he jumped, he put the gun in his pocket and he took off running. Just in the split second of him pulling the trigger, that's all that was left. So I understand that my purpose in life is way bigger than it could ever be, than it could ever amount to any, anything else. Because in just a hair of a second, I, I could have just been shot in the head. In the back of the head, right? And he and 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 I wouldn't have been here to tell the story. I wouldn't be here to be the single mother that I am. I wouldn't be the author that I am. I wouldn't be the radio host. You know, I wouldn't be the model. I wouldn't be me if my story was supposed to end there. So I understand that my story is so far greater and bigger, and no one can take that from me. So with that being said, if I can take that power and say he couldn't take it away from me, I'm not going to allow anybody to take it away from me. So when I see, you know, someone doing something or, you know, the, the number one thing they do is try to get with you, make you like them, make you love them. And when they feel like they got you, then they change. And mm-hmm. so whenever you see that, you can never love anyone else in this world outside of your children more than you love yourself. And right. even with your children, you have to love yourself more because you're a mother. So you have to love yourself more to be a mother to them at all times. You have mm-hmm. to love yourself more to be who you need to be as a businesswoman, um, as, a, as an employee or whatever it is that you do in this world. That mm-hmm. story I shared because this is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. And mm-hmm. a lot of people put the blame on themselves for things like this that happen. And so it's not your fault, but also think about what you could have done different. So we don't want to completely remove the blame because guess what? There were things that even though that wasn't my fault, it was things that could have been done different, you know? Um, so I take what I need to take. Um, 
And I keep it moving from that. But that made me understand that one, you know, if I'm with one person, I'm with one person. That one person is getting my all, my everything. When it don't work with me and you, I'm moving on to the next person. But it makes me, I'll move on faster than the average person will because I understand my value. I understand my worth and I understand what I don't want. Um, that's one of the pieces of shadow work that I've been dealing with because this happened in 2006. I just started speaking about this often. Mm. Right? I put it in my book and left it there, but I didn't speak on it. So that wasn't enough. You know, you can't, I'm, okay, I'm gonna put it in the book. I'm gonna write about it and I'm gonna leave it, you know? But no, I like that story can help others because it's people out here that will play on your brain and mm. you have to be strong. You have to do the work for yourself to make you mentally strong. You got to do your research. You got to do your reading. You got to do your mantras. You got to speak life to yourself. You got to manifest a healthier you before you can manifest any amount of money, any car, any anything. You have to manifest a better you. Right. And when you manifest a better you, there's certain things that you will not put up with. He don't have a job. Listen, you're a grown man, okay? You're a grown man. You shouldn't be living with me if you don't have a job. Oh, he just fight me when he's drunk. Guess what? He's a grown man. If you know that drinking makes you violent, then you should not drink. And furthermore, I'm not your child, so you shouldn't be putting your hands on me. You got to understand these things. Oh, he only cheat when, you know, uh, I'm not giving him none. Listen, have that conversation with him. Make sure it's a two-way street and that you are the only relationship not a one-way street that he can do what he want to do and you can't do what you want to do um, cheating is a very iffy subject with me you know because i feel different ways with the whole cheating thing cheating is not even a damn word for real something that they made up cheating you know you go to other countries men got more than one wife as long as he can take care of them so you know i feel a little different about that but stop making excuses for him because yeah. you only enabling him to be that person that's what you can do and then when he does something really big and, and, and atrocious you know like oh well that was just too far now you're looking for sympathy but the whole time you was making excuses for him the whole time you was enabling him you know what i'm saying and we can't be enablers you, you can't be an enabler and then say oh okay well yeah you know that that this happened and he shouldn't have went this far, but huh. you allow him to go far. And a man will only do what you allow him to do. A woman will only do what you allow her to do, you know? And, and I say men and women, cause I was just uh, reading a story about a brother that lost his life. Um, he was dealing with a, uh, a mentally ill woman and she set the couch on fire while he was on his sleep and killed him. Yeah. So, understand. It goes both ways, you know? So if yeah. my story was supposed to end, it would have ended in 2006. Um, it would have yeah. ended when they tried to kidnap me. It would have ended when, uh, you know, they, they, they tried to rob me, you know? It would have ended a long time ago, and it's not. It's because I do have a purpose, and I have uh, to fulfill my purpose and ascend to my higher self. So I'm not saying anything is anyone's fault, but take accountability. Well, okay. So, yes, I don't like the way that she delivered that message. Do I think there was some truth to it? Just like you said, enablers are people who don't have good boundaries. Because I have a book that I'm still reading, and it's like, do you enable your kids? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, sometimes. I speak, and the, but the title of the book is Boundaries with Kids. I don't like the way she delivered that message because I feel like if you're truly trying to teach something, you're going to tell them the why, the how, 
and what they need to take away from it. Just like you did. Just like what you did. That wasn't the way she delivered that message because each abusive relationship you've been through, you're supposed to learn the same thing every time. And every time you don't get it, you're going to get your ass right back in there. You know what I mean? And that's with anything that, that you go through in your life because that's how you, just like you said before, that's how you know what you want by what you're doing when you don't want it. You're like, oh, I don't like this feeling. I hate this experience. What do I want? And then you're moving towards what you want. I just don't like the way she delivered that message because I feel like if you're really trying to teach people, you'll frame it where it can land on a broad audience. So people will say, wow, that resonated with me, as opposed to y'all ain't shit out here and you should have. I was like, while I don't disagree with you, I don't like the way you said that. And of course she attacked me and I was like, I said what I said. But then right after that, I found an article that had Tyra Banks talking about her experience with somebody who abused her. And I said, okay. And I dropped the article there because I said, it can happen to anybody. It's not just people who you think have low self-esteem. Anybody who, like you said, isn't aware of what is happening around them or has bad boundaries can end up in those situations. So that's all I have to say about that. But again, sometimes... Okay, we'll put this. Not everyone knows how to articulate properly. And they can mean well behind the message, but they don't know how to, you know, pr- you know, present the message as they want to. And this society today is overly emotional about how someone words something in that moment or, you know, um, her, you know, that's a lesson for her. Okay, sister, I understand that you're still growing to be a better person. Um, I can also think like how, you know, accountability. So the way that you replied to it could have been different, you know, and and if it would have been different, then, you know, she probably would have been more receptive to your, to your input as opposed to well i'm not gonna read what i said but i i didn't the way i just said it to you is not the way i said it to her i I wrote a long paragraph like this and then they and then this other girl came through with like five question marks i'm like see you missed what i said i use the sandwich every time i talk so so you know the thing that i'm learning right now right And and i touched on like how you know, me and my youngest son, father, we're in a growth process. A person can only understand what you're only understand what their brain is capable of them understanding. So if you go and send a long paragraph back to her and her brain isn't comprehending what it, the message that you're trying to tell her, again, she's in defense mode because now she feel like, wait a minute, you trying to check me, boo? First thing you see, you send me a reply with a long paragraph. Oh, what is, what? What is this? What is this? I ain't reading all of this. You know what I'm saying? It's all about the, since I understand that we are all ascending, I think that the message came across a little bit rough. Could you mm-hmm. please elaborate on what it is that you're trying to say? That's my growth, honey. Because before, these are my nails so i type (laughs) fast okay (laughs) before now honey (laughs) clap back season but you know it's not about a clap back it's it's also about um you know um positive criticism 
And, and so it's one situation at a time. And, you know, if something bothers you, but yet it don't put no money in your pocket, why is it even bothering you? Right. I've been dealing with anger management for a very long time, but that's where I'm at right now. Why, did, why does this even bother me? This, this, this not putting no money in my pocket. This not getting me nowhere. What right. the hell? She said what she said. Absolutely. That just means that you and I are not like-minded individuals. You still have to be kind to everyone. You still got to be kind to everyone. Even if y'all don't see eye to eye. Well, I always that's understand. That's kind of my point. Like, even if you don't like what they're doing, you don't have to come at them that way. Because I really believe in the power of the finesse. Because if you want something, you just, honey, it really is magic. So, like, if you want to teach something, you can still use that same idea behind it. Because I just said, yeah, this was a rough read though because it was like boom, 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 and then she, like you said, she got upset because I was trying to redirect her, but I wasn't ugly about it. But I was just trying to explain to her because of what I know about marketing and how and the you know the relationships between people. She didn't like it, and just like you said, we're not vibing. So I just went to sleep. I saw somebody tagging me this morning on that, and I was like, I'm not eating. <laughs> Listen, a person will only understand what their brain is capable of understanding. So I had to understand too, like, like, and this is this is very powerful for this conversation. Pay attention to the people that your mate have dated before you. You got some women that's so toxic to men. And they make them as toxic as they are. And then when they get with someone that's not on that, they can't comprehend what you're telling because they've been in such a toxic situation for so long that all they know is toxicity, you know? So uh, you can't understand what I'm telling you because your brain hasn't been exposed to this type of soul food that I'm giving you. So anyway, with her, she can't understand what you're telling her because maybe she's not there. Maybe she has to always be right. And one of the mantras that I tell myself when I'm in the kitchen washing dishes or cooking, my favorite mantra, it's okay for me not to know everything. I'm an Aquarius, triple Aquarius, sun, moon, rising. It's okay for me not know, to not know everything. I have control issues. I want to make sure that the project is done right. I want to make sure everything is in order. I want to make sure this is done how it is. I learned, listen, six plus three equals nine. Seven plus two equals nine. Five plus four equals nine. Eight plus one equals nine. Listen, there's more than one way to reach a common goal. So my way is not always right. And also, it's okay if I don't know everything. Absolutely. You know, my daughter is an Aquarius and she is always going to direct somebody else. I'm like, baby, look, we got a lot of work to do, me and you, sis. We need to focus on right here. 
I mean, because just like you said, I mean, we don't know everything. I'm working, I'm studying every day, trying to learn something, just like you said. And I'm trying to help her and I'm trying to help my son. And one of those things is focus on you so that you can get you right, you know, instead of always worrying about the next person. I think that's why I get triggered by that, by those posts in those groups. Cause I'm like, oh, why are we doing this? Why are we doing that? Why would you put so much in like the energy that's behind all these posts? I'm like, man, come on. Like you could be building an empire with this. And I just got to stop trying to give it to everybody because everyone's not in the space to accept that, you know? No, you, you give it. I'd be having to scroll along and, you know, take my own advice and just be like, I thought about earlier this week, just deactivating Facebook overall because there was just so much of that, like this other post that I wanted to talk to you about that was like, um, uh, should everyone have a hoe phase? I'm like, stop using that word if possible because of the negative connotation attached to it. Cause I feel like they're not using it because they're trying to empower somebody. Yeah. I don't feel like they're using the word hoe to be empowering. I think to them it's derogatory. So that's why they're using it. Yeah. Um, you asked me about this earlier. Um, <laughs> again, <laughs> they only understand what their brain will allow. So, <laughs> you know what you made me sick. So it, they know that people will relate to the word whole phase, um, mm. as a as a as opposed to saying, is it okay that everyone has a free uh um a liberation phase, um, a free willed phase or whatever the case may be, you know, um, whole, um, and, and, and just in the English, English language, all of the words have been twisted to mean something other than what they should mean. Like when you speak to me, I don't say good morning. I'll say good day and, or I'll say grand rising, you know, you rose grand rising Kings and Queens, you know, um, morning you know how can you take morning and it it's supposed to be the top of the day but it's also something you do when you lose something or something you do when you're in a negative phase so they've taken words and gave the one word a negative and a positive meaning depending on what it is when no that let me go back to our language and and, and share that but um a liberation phase, I feel like everyone should go through that. Um, I see a lot of women on social media saying, hoes getting wiped, hoes getting wiped. And more men are starting to deal with women that have been around the block or that have lived their life because they have nothing to hide. Mm-hmm. See, these women that try to play the good girl role or the women that, oh, I don't do this or I don't do that or I have never done this, you ain't no good. Because when he mess up on you or when something goes left and, and you meet the coworker at work, you're liable to leave him because you don't understand that the grass is never greener on the other side. You don't understand that, you know, this may be rocky here, but it can be a whole lot worse on the other side. So a woman that has been around the block, she understands, she cherished the person that she with. If she even allows him to be in her life, it's for a reason. She's already had her fun. He's not worried about it. And the sex is probably not going to be dull either. You know, so I say live your life, go through what you got to go through and 
come back out living. I'm 37. Here I am, you know, with all of these accomplishments under my belt. And I went through my phase and I did what I had to do. You have some people that try to belittle me that don't want to work with me or that will try to put a stigma on me because I've lived my life and did exactly what I wanted to do and came out on top that you still want to try to define me from my past. But guess what? Go right ahead because my past made me who I am today. I wouldn't have a storyline if it wasn't for my past. So you can't, you can't rock my boat, you know? So I think the wording was very off when, it, when you say whole faith. Um, I hear a lot of women say whole is life and, you know, all of this stuff here. Oh, I think your pastor said that too, girl, before. Huh? I said, I'm guilty. I have said that before. But I'm, and I know what I meant, but like that was the wrong terminology, period. Liberation, sexual yeah. liberation. Like yeah. when you say liberation, liberate, liberating is to free yourself from something, to free yourself from bondage or slave. And I feel like you can use sexual liberation for that because we are liberated. We are put in chains. We are taught to not live a certain way. We are taught to get with one person and settle down. We are taught... If you live your life to the best of your ability, even though it's your life and you only have one, that you're deemed a whoremonger or a whore or, sick or X, Y, and Z. Listen, be sexually liberated. Break yourself from the chains. Do what it is that you want to do. Experience life. You'll never know what's out there if you don't experience life. And then you're sitting down dealing with this guy with a mediocre head and some okay penis because you feel like that's the best that you can get. And here, here you go. The man that's been trying to holler at you this whole time got something better that he can put in your life and change your whole world. Sometimes you got to really live and let go and let right. God. Absolutely. Girl, you better preach up here and talk about sexual liberation. Honestly, <laughs> I love the way you did that. And I think that is the perfect term for it. Um, I really appreciate you coming back on with me. Of course, we got to do it again because you see, we already went one hour and 17 minutes. That means that we love chatting with each other. And I just want you to tell everybody where they can find you so that they'll be able to listen to you before the next time. Because actually, the reason why I brought you back on is because somebody was like, man, I really loved her. And I was like, well, yes, I must talk to her again. Because I mean, I was already going to talk to you. But then that was like, boom, got to bring her back. So tell everybody where they can find you. Thank you for having me on. And yes, we got to do, even if it's uh, once every three months, um, you know, I'm definitely coming. I'm not going to get Hollywood on you, you know. <laughs> I've been up with my girl. Um, you can actually go to my website, thenewmissloveblyblack.com. That's T-H-E-N-E-W-M-I-Z-Z-L-U-V-L-I. B-L-A-C-K.com. I'm on Instagram, the new Miss Lovely Black, the number one. That's T-H-E-N-E-W-M-I-Z-Z-L-U-V-L-I-B-L-A-C-K, the number one. Um, my business page is S-B-A-N-D-D-L-L-C. So that's two Ds, S-B-N-D-L-L-C. Um, but if you go to my website, you can actually access all my social media links um from directly from my website i actually have to do my updates on my website actually just talking about that yesterday too but yeah <laughs> and thank you guys for the support and if you follow me on social media please feel free to uh repost and share 
Um, anything that I post that you may like, you know, it's all about uh, spreading the word, uh, the word and the knowledge and, you know, building each other up. <laughs> all right. So that was this week's episode. Don't forget, we got the Last Chance Holiday Market and the Ladies Take the Stage event coming up December 21st here in Houston. Really would love to see you guys all out there to catch the reunion show. I've got a special guest coming to sit with Between Us Girls. And I've also got Queen and Podcast coming through to do um, the second part of, you know, the stage show. We've also got um, some other performers and a DJ. And again, the market will be there. We'll have food and drinks. And it's going to be a live, live time. So I hope to see you guys there. And until next week, bye.